Hello, Hello everyone. everyone! Welcome to Easy Busy, the podcast that gives easy entertainment tips for busy people. I am Cathy. And I am Rodrigo. So today we're gonna go through the things we've been doing in February. So we have TV shows, movies, books, games, and we have a new section about apps. Yeah, and uh, and a few surprises as well. We are kind of back to the roots of the podcast, if I, if we can say that after <laughs> four episodes. Is it episode four already? Yes. Can't believe we've we started this as a joke, thinking, oh, that would be cool to start a podcast, and yeah, we keep keep that going. This is this is quite fun. Yeah, let's see if there is a fifth one. <laughs> Hopefully, yes, because we have actually plans to do. A special episode for the fifth one uh, with a special or first actual interview of someone. Yes. So hope we can uh, hope hope we can make that happen. Um, should we start with TV shows? Yeah. Do you Let's want do to start? That. So what have you? So there are things with Rodrigo that we watch together, um, but there is also things we watch separately. Usually, um, for me, it's like crap. Like everything I watch on my own is usually very guilty pleasures. You will see there is a couple, and sometimes I inflict that to Rodrigo. But Rodrigo actually watch quite nice things. Yeah, which... because I never watch crap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so you want to start? Yeah, so the first one, well, it's a bit crap, actually. <laughs> it's this, this enchantment. so the third season uh, of the new TV show from Matt Groening. So you may know him from The Simpsons or uh, Futurama, which are really great shows. So this is like taking that, that kind of humor, but bringing it to the Middle Ages, like fantasy, with a little bit of steampunk as well. Is it animated? It is animated, yeah. And it's the same... Same style of uh, cartoons, uh, with a little bit of 3D effects in the in in the landscape. That is quite nice, actually. So it's it's a story about a girl called Bean that is kind of uh, the hero. That is kind of a different kind of hero, like alcoholic and always uh, in troubles. So it's very fun to see. Is uh, it a bit like Rick and, Mor- Rick and Morty? Um, no, it's less less mad. It's more the storyline is a bit more clear. It's, it's there's a lot of absurd humor as well, but not not to the, that level. Oh, okay, so is it something you recommend or not? I do. I do recommend. I mean, it's like light uh, light to watch, so you don't need to start to, to think deep about anything. Who would you recommend that for? I mean, if you like The Simpsons and you like Futurama, I think you may like this one. And and if you like fantasy, you like steampunk, you like monsters, dragons, and a little fun. That's that's good. And it is available on Netflix. On it's Netflix. exclusive from Netflix, and it's uh, they're short episodes, so it's it's good to watch while you're having lunch or you have a small break, something like that. Like twenty minutes or half yeah, an hour? something like that. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think another one, I, I can be the one who recommends that. It's not like, um, I wouldn't say it's a high, uh, uh, how to say, like it's not an Oscar winner kind of uh, kind of TV show, but it's, it's Winx. So um, it was called, it's called Winx, Winx something actually, uh, like, the, like it, it's a magic school kind of story. And to be honest, um, I was really attracted by the fact that it was a magic school because I love Harry Potter and I love everything that is magic and I love everything that is cool. So, um, school, sorry, not yeah. cool. <laughs> and but it's, cool as well. It is based on some toys, yeah. right? So that's the thing. And um, R- Wings for me, I think Rodrigo and I were both 34 years old. So um, we are like 
I think the the dolls. I never really played with Barbies or this kind of thing, but the, the, these were the dolls like people had like when I was a kid. It was Barbie. Um, I think Winx is a bit younger than that. I think it's probably like more generation of my sister, so probably four, five, six years younger than than us. But yeah, so Wix was like some kind of dolls, like little elves and fairies, actually fairies. Fairies, yeah. Um, but I didn't really think it was based on that. It's only after we researched, uh, um, we made a bit of research about the, about the, the TV show that we realized it was based on that. But it's actually quite fun. Like it's not particularly well acted or anything, but the story is nice. So it's it's um, it's a fairy that is starting uh, her education in a fairy school. So it's kind of high school level. It's like, it's not university. It's like. 16 17 years old teenagers um and it, it includes everything that comes with it so love stories drama yeah, drugs drugs yeah a bit of sex and drugs as well oh yes sex and drugs not much huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's netflix for 16 years old so it's like it stays quite safe i think we're going to have problem with this podcast it's never going to be approved on platforms <laughs> but uh yeah it's quite it was actually quite fun to watch we watched the whole first season and i think it's been reconducted for a second season on netflix yeah so it's i like the fact that there is like elemental magic so it, it, you have different types of fairies and some of them are like uh, water type of things or fire or mind uh, and you also have people that are not like fairies, but they are more like the fighter, the warriors. They have some name, I don't remember. No, yeah, I don't remember. But it was quite, it, it was, it's the kind of easy thing to watch uh, that will make you spend a good time. So if you like Harry Potter, if you like fairies, um, go for it. It's it's fun and the episodes are quite short as well. And I think there are only seven or eight episodes. Good. What do we have next? We had Outlander. We talked about Outlander already, I think, in the first or second episode. So we were going through season five, which is the last season that is currently available on... Uh, so in the UK, we watch it on Amazon Prime. I think in some other countries, it's available on Netflix, if I'm not wrong. But um, we struggled at the beginning of season five of Outlander. We loved season one, two, three, and four. But season five was really, it all felt very disconnected and we didn't like it. But mm-hmm. the end of the season is a bit better. Let's try not to make any yeah, spoiler. Yeah, I would agree. I think there are the first two or three episodes are okay. Then it's terrible. And you have some episodes that are really unconnected to the main story or they are not even fun to watch. And then the end, it comes back a little bit yeah. to, to justify that there will be a sixth. So if you like Outlander, I recommend that you watch it. Uh, don't start watching it just for the fifth season. And I'm looking forward to the sixth. Uh, and I, f- I think we saw on Instagram that they started filming it recently. I must say, without doing any spoiler, that after the ending of the fifth, you don't really expect us i mean you don't it could be the last one yeah it's not like something that you you're really waiting for the next one it's like the end okay it's not the best ending right of a season yeah okay um it could be an end it could be a full end actually yeah i don't think it is but still it's not great yeah uh, and the last one we have for TV shows, we just started, we watched, I think, two or three episodes, is Snowpiercer season two. We recommended the season one in our first episode, so by this time, I'm pretty sure you all have watched the first one, so we, we can't meet so. any spoil. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't spoil. We won't do it. <laughs> it's a great show, so it's, uh, the, it's based on, on the, well, the movie that was made by the director of... Uh, Parasite that was based on this uh, 
comic, the French comic uh, book that are great. It's post-apocalyptic. Uh, we mentioned already this. The it's after this um, climate change episode where the the Earth is like minus eighty degrees or something, and uh, the only survivors are these guys that are in a train that is constantly moving to generate some heat. And it's moving across the globe. And um, we won't spoil the end of epi uh, of season one, but in season two, it looks like there is a climate change again. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, we're very excited to see what's happening. It's actually a really good show. It's very well acted. I love all the characters. There are new characters in season two, which... I love as well. Yeah. I love it and hate. Which and is... some of them you will recognize from famous movies. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we do recommend uh, Snowpiercer. Yeah, it maybe mentioned that they are releasing an episode every every week. So if you want to watch the the whole thing in a weekend, you need to wait a little bit. Yeah, and we're a bit behind actually. I think we have one or two episodes to watch. Should we should we move to movies? Yeah, let's do that. So something we watched that we I think we both liked is the dig and this is uh, dig, dig. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you say too fast it sounds like something else <laughs> yeah so the dig is a, a it's also a netflix tv show and it's based no it's a movie it's a movie sorry it's based on a book that is based on a real story Yeah, and that's the kind of thing Rodrigo and I love. And so basically, it's the kind of movie we watch and we pause every five seconds to look at something historical or where is the real location and uh, what really happened to the characters and who is real. And yeah, it's based on the real story. So we actually spoiled ourselves at the end by looking at what happened to the characters. <laughs> so yeah. you want to tell a bit more? Yeah, it is a, an archaeological drama and... <laughs> It sounds difficult because archaeology sounds like a little bit boring, just like uh, no, cool. I, I love it, but more people think it's boring. Uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a based on a real story where it's an archaeological site in in the UK in in England, and it happened at the same time as the as the war, the Second, the Second World, World, World War, and and yeah, there's a lot of things going on. There's a little bit of politics, academic politics, uh, love, love. There's romance. Mm, There's illness and drama. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's it's the kind of it's not like out of ten, I would give he give it a seven or eight. I remember you really like the photography and the light. Yeah, and it's beautifully filmed, and it makes me want to go and explore. It's old film in uh, near Kent, I think, uh, if I remember correctly. In I think yeah, somewhere between Kent and Norwich. Norwich, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we want to go and uh, and see the the real places. Yeah. And then, in terms of movies, we also had two that we already talked about in uh, in the last episode um, about dystopia and utopia, which are The Giver and Never Never Let Me Go, which we both watched um, last month. So we're not going to come back on on them. Um, yeah. If you if you want to listen to the utopia and dystopia episode, if you haven't, uh, we recommend it. It's a bit different because we're going uh, deeper into one topic, but we had a lot of fun doing it. And uh, yeah, the, the next one is yours. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is actually three ones. So um, Rodrigo was um, away one evening. And so it was my first evening on my own in a long time. So I opened Netflix and it's we are actually using his Netflix account. And I decided to 
uh, ruin all his uh, recommendations. So, you know, when you start watching some type of movie, then you have these movies recommended. So I thought, okay, he has only sci-fi and like historical movies recommended. What about we put a nice little teenager romantic comedy there? So I scrolled through it and I found uh, something that I had actually um, read about, like heard about on Twitter, I think, uh, which is called Two Older Boys. I think it's called, the first one is called Two Older Boys I've Loved Before. I think that says it all. So it's like a teenager American comedy of like 16, 17 years old teenager. Um, I watched the first one. It's a very easy thing to watch. Like it, I think it's a... Each movie is one hour and a half or something, and it's a typical thing you can multitask. It doesn't need a lot of brain space, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. And then um, I started the second one, and uh, I didn't have time to finish it before Rodrigo came back, so I forced, kind of forced you to watch it at the end of the second one and the yeah, third one. Yeah, kind of it kind of was in the background when I was trying to work, <laughs> and at some point I stopped working just to, <laughs> to, to see who was the guy who was ending up with the girl. But... <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> it's okay, we don't judge you. We all have guilty pleasures. So, yeah, I definitely recommend it if you like uh, teenager movies. Uh, that's two teenager recommendations in, uh, in this selection so far. Should we move to books? Yeah. Uh, do you want to start or do I start? You can start, and there's one for each. Yeah, so um, this month I've read a book called The Midnight Library. Um, it's actually a book I saw on Goodreads. So Goodreads, if you don't know it, it's the social network of... Well, I think it's been purchased by Amazon, but it's a social network where you can put the books you're reading. Um, actually, I could I could have talked about that in the apps, but yeah, you can, uh, you can put the books you're reading, you can put uh, what percentage you're in, you can review them when you finish. If you have a Kindle, it's all automatically connected and you can rate... If you rate the book at the end of the... Re- when you finish reading it, it will automatically publish it in your Goodreads account. I don't know if you say Goodreads or Goodreads. Anyway, uh, and you can also follow your friends. And I saw someone I follow had read this book and I was I was interested, I was intrigued by the title. So I clicked on it and I saw it was a book about, uh, what did it say? Like it's a book about uh, death, but a book about hope. And I like that, so I thought I would read it. And it's a great book. I've really enjoyed it. It's well written. Um, it's from Matt Haig, so we'll put all the references of everything we recommend in the in the comments uh, of the podcast. But it's a book about, uh, without any spoiler, someone who wants to end her life. But before dying, um, she comes to a place which is called the Midnight Library, where she can explore all the regrets she has in her life and what would have happened if she had made other choices, um, either yesterday or when she was a kid. And so she explores kind of parallel lives um, during the entire book. And so, I, I won't tell what happens at the end. Would you say it's more like philosophical? Or it is philosophical. Like... So there is... I'll, that's something actually um, I really enjoyed is the, the author is really into philosophy. So there is a lot of philosophical ideas, quotes, authors, concepts like that go through and this go disappear through the main character because she's in her main life, like what they call her root life. She's a she's a she studied philosophy. So you have like without being too much, you have some philosophy. It makes you think as well and, and it's at at the same time it's a nice and light uh thing to read. So yeah, I definitely recommend the Midnight Library. What about you? So my recommendation or what I've read 
this month is blindness from Jose Saramago. So it's blindness. Blindness. Yeah. So it's not a really new thing, but actually Jose Saramago is this, uh, got the Nobel Prize uh, for his works, but uh, specifically for this one, I believe. And it's 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 post-apocalyptic, I would say, type of novel, and it's really nice uh, concept it's uh, basically there is like a, a, this pandemic going on where everyone is uh, getting blind so imagine where yeah imagine the situation we have now but instead of getting uh like something that if you're lucky is just a call it, it it becomes like you're just blind and everyone around you around you gets blind so it's how the world react to this and how they select the first cases and they try to isolate them. And it's about what happened to these first cases. They don't know what is happening outside, uh, how they survive, how... And, and you can really feel how how it is to be blind and, and make you think about the transition from seeing everything to really need to readapt yourself to, to, to a different reality. And that's very interesting from a philosophical point of view, uh, but also very interesting from uh, yeah, a post-apocalyptic uh, novel. Damn, you make me want to watch it. Actually, that, remind, that reminds me of C, uh, which is a C-S-E-E, which is a TV show on Apple TV, which is one of the Apple TV uh, yeah, plus it, originals, uh, which is also about blindness and it, civilization it, and also post-apocalyptic. It might be based on that. There is also a movie called Blindness that I haven't watched, but it's is the book yeah definitely uh, we can review that in the next episode um, I think that's all for books should we move to games yeah um, so uh, we have played one game together and then two games we've played separately so the game we've played together um, hint 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 uh, we might talk about it more deeply in, in one of the next episode or in the next episode but it's called Thimbleweed Park. It's actually a game I had partially played before um, and I've played again with you. It's a point and click. So it's... Yeah, um, it's an old school point and click, but... New. New. It's, yeah, it's from 2017. It's from Ron Gilbert. Uh, Ron Gilbert, who you might also know for as a, one of the creators of Monkey Island, uh, Day of the Tentacle, uh, Maniac Mansion and also The Cave more recently, which is a game I've absolutely loved to play. I finished all the all the different stories in The Cave. Um, I think that's something else we should play together and we can review. But yeah, uh, thinking about Weed Park is an old school pandemic click from 2017 with all the humor, uh, the type of storyline, the actions. It was it was so cool to play. Uh, honestly, it was a uh, time travel. Yeah, a lot of references and Easter eggs everywhere. Yeah, I really love this game, so I would put a 10 out of 10. So it's starting in a village where there is a murder, and there are two detectives, a little bit like X-File type of things, yeah. where they need to figure out what happened. It's like Twin Peaks met, meet uh, X-Files in terms of uh, topic and uh, the atmosphere, right? Highly yeah. recommended. Highly recommend, and we'll talk about it more deeply. Um, so another game which I've actually just spent a few hours on so far is Spiritfarer. So it's a game I think is that is available on console and on uh, so on Nintendo Switch, um, PlayStation, and Xbox. I played on Xbox. Uh, it's a game that my sister recommended to me, and it's uh, it's a sort of like builder but adventure game at the same time. It has a bit of Zelda, and it has a bit of Fallout Shelter. 
Um, and it's it's a game about finding like villagers and well finding settlers and bringing them to your boat and exploring the world and making them pass from life to death so it's kind of depressing when you think of it but it's actually beautiful it's a kind of game that has a great art direction yeah the art and the music remind me to Miyazaki's films and Ghibli studio films yeah absolutely and it's uh it's a game that is also in the same kind of vibe in terms of gameplay as games like Harvest Moon or um, Animal Crossing or um, uh, what's this other game I love oh there is another game I love on Switch do you remember we like we listen to the music of Stardew Valley yeah. wow. oh my god <laughs> how can I forget about this so yeah it's this kind of game uh, a bit but like the kind of game you can spend hours in and you kind of lose completely track so yeah what about you what's your last uh, suggestion for so games so I only played like few times uh, it's actually an app called you have it also in the computer and there's a lot of different names for it I, mean, I think there are, there are different uh, different games based on the same idea so this is called GeoGuessr and my friends has been, have been working a lot uh, in the past few weeks um, so I gave it a try and it's basically this uh, Google Maps based game where you see a, a, a random place in the world in Google Maps and and you in street view and you need to guess where it is in the world and i don't want to brag but we are pretty good at it <laughs> yeah i don't know the, the good thing about this um, this app in particular is that you can play with others as well so you can really challenge others and compete which is something so, you Katy, always like do you recommend it <laughs> yeah it's fun so it's called geoguessr cool um and so talking about apps that's a nice transition let's talk about apps should we start by one we are we are both using? Yeah, it's called Duolingo. So it's, <laughs> it's I, I'm sure you know. <laughs> well, not everyone does, but uh, yeah, Duolingo is an app to learn languages because uh, so Rodrigo and I speak a few languages. I speak Spanish and French and English, and I, I hope English. And enough. I speak Spanish. <laughs> you speak English as well. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, Rodrigo wanted to speak French, and because he didn't have anyone who speak French uh, available <laughs> to teach him, uh, wink wink, <laughs> uh, he decided to learn with an app. So, so I think we have uh, both experience, and we have very opposite kind of feelings about the app. Yeah, so I'm, I'm also I'm also using it, uh, learning Chinese. Uh, I think the Chinese version of the app is a bit less developed than the. Um, the the French one, but it's great still. Uh, it's a good complement to the Chinese course I'm doing. I'm taking actual Chinese classes with a Chinese teacher and, and other students. Uh, but what do you think about the French? So the French at the beginning, I was disappointed because I thought. I mean, I I've lived in France, so I'm I'm not fluent in French, but I I, I understand a little bit and I know a little bit. So I'm. I, I basically doing everything perfect for the moment, which is a bit disencouraging sometimes. But at the same time, I realize. Uh, that it works. I, it makes me. It You're makes too cool it, for school. <laughs> no, but it 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 doesn't. It, you have a test at the beginning to see your level, but even doing this test perfectly, you go to quite a low level. But then it forces you to do ten ten minutes of thinking in a different language every day, and that works. Yeah. Again. It's too bad you don't have anyone to speak French with. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another language app is Pleco. Um, Pleco is an app that my friend Mathilde recommended to me. Um, it's again for my Chinese. Uh, it's an app that you can use to find the translation of some Chinese words. Um, and you can also use it to understand the pronunciation of words. 
Another app we're using at the moment, Rodrigo and I, is the Body Coach. So for now, it's only available in the in the UK. Uh, coming soon in uh, in Australia, I think. Uh, is um, it is a fitness app. So I actually worked on this app. So I, I can't. I won't talk too much about it. But uh, I actually started a training with uh, the Body Coach. So it's a guy called Joe Wicks, uh, who is pretty big on uh, social media in the UK. And it's actually really fun. Like we, we love it. Rodrigo and I are, are, are doing like training for five times a week for half an hour. It's high intensity uh, training and very progressive. Yeah, it starts really slow, and you can you can you can see how you get uh, better almost every week. Yeah. And yeah, I think the 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 reason why it's is good or better than others is because the this person Joex is kind of charismatic. Yeah, kind he's of really positive uh, type of person and he's not the typical gym guy full of muscles that you, you see oh he's you pretty s- hot <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe <laughs> yeah, he's not the typical f- like full of muscle type of guy he's a normal guy yeah no that's true and uh, and that's yeah that, that that's been a cool thing to do together actually and we've uh, we've been doing it for slightly over a month now. Like we are reaching month one, so we are going to move to a new cycle of training. And yeah, definitely recommend if you're in the UK. Uh, another app which is uh, pretty new for us as well is Waze. So we got a car recently, yay! Yay! <laughs> um, and uh, we've we been cannot using... use it because we are in lockdown. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> But we are using the app Waze, which is a sort of GPS that helps you to uh, to find places, find the shortcuts, etc. So it's pretty cool and it's very gamified as well. Um, everyone seems to use it. Uh, we are pretty new to it, but we are enjoying it. Uh, we found a way to change our avatar to have a ninja. So now we are very proud. <laughs> so are you related to that, uh, there's another app that we've been using because we have a car and we can go to the park nearby. And this is all trails, so it's basically a kind of app for the so- social media app for hiking. So you can it's a bit like Strava, like mm-hmm. the the tracking app for running and cycling, but for trails where you can try. Yeah, you, you also have like your... bi- bicycle uh, trails and, and so on in the app. But it's basically very social, so you can recommend things, you can give uh, points to other people uh, trails. And it's kind of well documented, and, and you can you can see in the in your phone all the the maps and so on. Yeah, and then the last one is Canva. So uh, Canva is an app I'm using a lot for uh, graphic design. So this is the app I've been using to create uh, our logo actually for Easy Busy, and I'm also using it for my uh, yoga. Um, I, I created a yoga YouTube channel recently, so I'm also using it for that. I, I do the artwork, I draw it uh, using Procreate on my iPad, and then I create the final like uh, miniatures or like thumbnails, sorry, uh, with Canva. And it's great if you if you have like basis in graphic design, but you need a bit of inspiration for the layouts. It's a great app. And I think that's all for apps. Should we yeah. move to the last category, which the is special like category? The special yeah. category. Um, yeah, I think everything started with this uh, our favorite Netflix uh, show of all times. The one the, we've watched probably two hundred times. Yeah, so like maybe two hundred hours. Uh, I think more show. than that. Yeah, because I think each episode is around forty-five minutes. It's or one, one hour. hour. It's one hour. Yeah, so it's called uh, Fireplace Four K. <laughs> There's only one episode that we watched it. 
I honestly like, can't believe I've paid, I think, 12 or 13 pounds a month of Netflix for three years to watch Fireplace 4K <laughs> yeah. uh, Birchwood Edition because I prefer the Birchwood Edition. They, they had two versions. And then, unfortunately... Uh, so, they have so, removed. They have removed the fireplace. I think it's obvious, but a brief explanation is that this it is basically a fireplace in your screen. So your TV becomes a fireplace with all the fire cracking and the wood. It's amazing. It's so relaxing. It's perfect. It was because it's it was, removed. and they removed it from Netflix. So uh, I cancel my Netflix subscription. Um, <laughs> That's why she's using mine now. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually did. I can't believe, but uh, I can't believe it. But I did it. And um, yeah, so we, we had to find a replacement. Yeah, we and spent we hours one. finding, uh, looking and finding what we could use now. And it was, our patience was rewarded because we found a 10 hours version of the same uh, fireplace on YouTube for free. And then we also discovered randomly a, a channel called Ambient Worlds. YouTube and, channel. Yeah. yeah, a channel on YouTube. And uh, I will link it down, down below. But it's amazing. So it's basically one or two hour videos, sometimes a bit less, but usually it's between one and two, which use artwork or screenshots from places. It feels very immersive. Like actually, as we are talking, we have um, we have um, some uh, landscape from, uh, I think it's from Skyrim or yeah. the Elder Scrolls Lisa World. Elder Scrolls Forest. And it's all geeky. And so you can find uh, ambient worlds with music, uh, like a song that you can have on the background while you're working from the, your favorite movies. So you have uh, The Lord of the Rings, you have Harry Potter, you have a lot of Harry Potter. Yeah, in, inside each uh, category, you have like in Lord of the Rings, you have The Shire, Rivendell, Rohan. In Harry Potter, you have like Hogwarts, Classrooms. Hogwarts uh, at Christmas. Your favorite. <laughs> You have the Great Hall, you have like a room for like a Hufflepuff, Slytherin, Gryffindor, etc. Uh, you have the Elder Scrolls, like we said, you have Outlander, Tron, Stranger Things. Yeah, all the geeky things with beautiful artwork and nice background music. Uh, so it's it's really great. Have a look. Probably will find something you like. Not yeah. not all of them are are great. Some, Most of them are great. Some, but some of them are amazing. Like for me, Rohan uh, and Desire are really good one. And for me, the Harry Potter classroom is the most relaxing place ever. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's all for this month. Um, we hope you like this episode. Yeah, we're still waiting for your recommendations as well. Yeah. And uh, if you like this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate that. We've had a few reviews in the past few weeks and we love reading you. Um, and leave us a comment on SoundCloud to support us. And if you want the latest updates and uh, silliest polls, you can also follow us on Instagram, Easy Busy Podcast. See you very soon. See you soon. Bye.